Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the In For A Penny podcast. I'm Mark Schoffman, a freelance personal finance journalist, and I'm joined by my financial planner friend, Joshua Gersler, who runs an advisory business called The Orchard Practice. Hello. If you'd like to know a little bit more about us, you can check me out at www.cavendishcontent.com and josh at www.topfs.co.uk. Each episode, we aim to give our perspective on the world of finance and money, and discuss some of the issues that crop up in business as well as everyday life. We hope that you'll learn something from our podcast as well as have some fun too. So here we are on Zoom again, in, in each other's ears, in people's ears, and your sound has gone. Oh, no. We've been trying to set up this Zoom podcast call for half an hour now, and Josh is pointing at his ears. He's perplexed. I don't know if... This is what the nation is now dealing with, with homeworking and socialising. You, know you know you've just been talking? Yeah. Well, I didn't hear well of that because my... Yeah, I know, you were pointing at your ears. Yeah. So I don't know what, what we're talking about. But hi. Hi. Welcome to The Racist. <laughs> I was talking about, I think this must be um, what every employee and business person is going through now, having to do these Zoom conference calls. And you've got to... Open up Zoom, get the meeting ID, your password, and then make sure the sound is working. Decide if you're going to show a video. Position. Yeah, we're doing them with clients. Yeah? What's the worst position you've seen a video screen in? The worst position? Well, like yours right now. now when I'm looking at your face. That's nice. Yours right now is quite low. I can see right up your torso. And like, up my torso. Well, it's just like I'm looking right up at you. It's like you're above me. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're used to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost see up your nose. And not, a lot of people would seem to be have it right under their nostrils. Yeah. I find that Normally, weird. I have a I have a better camera. You're you're on my phone. Yeah. I do have a one that plugs in to my computer yeah. for for my meetings with clients. Yeah. And I have a nice background behind me when I've got a client meeting. Yeah, because a lot of people have been having bookshelves behind. That's that's a big thing, isn't it? To show how how well read you are. And I, I noticed behind you there are just some pillows, spare bed. You in the you must be in a spare room. Yeah, I yeah. Am. So there's no books in there. No, but I have a, a virtual background when I have a client uh, meeting. So it's either got like the Ultra Practice logo or something else. You can put anything you want. You could have a picture of your face. You could have the Emirates Stadium. You could do what you want. How'd you do that? Just in Zoom. If you are uh, next to your video, yeah, click virtual background. It's very. It's much more professional, I find, when you're in a meeting with a client, yeah, than, than showing them your your uh, a bedroom. But then, if if someone walks into the room behind you, that you'll still see someone. If like one of your boys came in, would you still see them? Depends how. No, not if they're far back enough. Doesn't appear. It's very clever. So how what is life? About I don't know. How is like? Tell me how life is on lockdowns because obviously you can't get a haircut and i can see your hair's getting a bit long as is mine i was supposed to have it cut tonight actually yeah who was going to do that tonight, no i was supposed to i had an uh, appointment to get it cut tonight where do you usually get your hair cut i go to uh hair on broadway in elstree um at the village hotel a young man yeah. called ben roberts very yeah. nice cuts my hair 
Um, you must be doing well. <laughs> um, do you know why I do that? Because you're made of I, money. I, no, it's not that. Um, as I just hold on a minute, I've just got some notes <laughs> falling out of my pocket. Because I, I don't have the patience to turn up at the barber and wait for five people in front of me to get their hair cut. Yeah. T- time is money. Time is precious. Yeah. Um, and I would rather pay a little bit more and know that I'm going to go somewhere at a set time and get yeah. it sorted. But where you go there? Where, where'd you get your haircut? Well, I go to a nice Turkish oh, yeah. place on Borumwood High Street where I can see you go to Divan Restaurant by the look of yeah, it. Yeah, not the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now, now we're contemplating my wife having to shave my neck. It's getting a bit. You you told you said this on the last episode about your shaved neck because that that amused me. Well, does if you feel the back of your neck now, when yeah. how long, is it not? You're not getting a bit of hair there. A little bit. It feels nice. Does it? Yeah. Turn around. Bloody hell, Mark! What you didn't what even take gorilla on your yeah, back. Gor- well, that's where it stops. I'll have you know. It doesn't go all down. Where it No, it's all there. Look. Oh, yeah. This is a weird phone call. Okay. We'll pick you a little out of the boring bits. So there'll be nothing left. <laughs> now we've started. So you, you, what are you missing? What am I missing? Yeah. Football. Yeah, playing or watching? Watching, I think. I think it's just the escapism of just being able to go... And I think people who don't really Chelsea like just disappear for about four hours, isn't exactly. it? <laughs> Get away from a family, but just be able to be in the stadium and have all the the atmosphere, the smell, the, the smells, the beer, the lads. That's what's yeah, that sort of thing. Okay. So those of our followers that are on Twitter, or mm. if we rephrase that, those of our listeners that follow us on Twitter, yeah, will notice that. Uh, I retweeted something you were in. You couldn't record a podcast the other day because you were... Why didn't you tell us what you were doing? That was, a, that was on Sunday. That... Don't start quoting <laughs> days at me. Tell, tell the listeners what you were doing. You wanted to record a podcast on which day? No, I just want to hear what you were doing. On the weekend, my family and I, after a week or so on lockdown, decided to make music videos. On the weekend... Yeah. When we don't ever no, no, but go on, tell people tell people about it. So we have a Wii console where there's a game called Wii Dance and it plays songs and tells you the dance actions and you just copy. So we dressed up in our wedding outfits. Do you still fit in your wedding, in your wedding dress? Uh it's a it's a bit tight actually on the uh, on the back side. Yeah. So we dressed up in ours and we um did a dance routine to Katy Perry's hot and cold. Yeah, it was uh, interesting, some might say. That's just not something that's nice to let yourself go. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's nice that you did something different, you had a bit of fun. So as much as I'm, I'm uh, taking the mick, yeah. I wouldn't ever do that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nice to do these things. It's good for the kids. So it's happy, happy, mem- happy memories of lockdown. So, you know, exactly when they look back in 50 years' time and I'll be... 87 and who knows where i'll be i'll be like dad do you remember when we danced to hot and cold and i'll be like no i don't you remember know. what day it is no, who are you? yeah 
do you um i've got a song in my head for the last week or so have you had any songs stuck in your head no i've got that blue song in my head and there's one line got the city on they sent out a good tweet about that saying that they thought they were the only ones who could put a city on lockdown yeah well, there you go yeah what are you missing I am missing freedom. So have you been doing any schoolwork with your with the kids? No, I've been upstairs working. Steph's been downstairs doing the uh, schoolwork. It's like you should try some of the maths they make them learn. It's ridiculous the way they teach maths nowadays. As a financial advisor, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you think. Like you know when we did addition and subtraction. And you'd yeah, when we we had uh, abacus, an abacus, and you had the sums, and you put the numbers on top of each other, and you'd like yeah, if you, they don't do any of that. It's all you add the tens and the ones, you separate it all. I think that's actually a very um, Asian or maybe Chinese way of doing it, and um, I think historically, and I, I'm trying. Hopefully, hopefully this isn't sort of a racist generalization but Asian people have been very strong at maths because right. of the way they teach it in, in schools. So maybe yeah. that's why they're doing it now. Maybe. We also have been helped during lockdown by Disney Plus, which is... Oh, the, you signed up? Yeah, we signed up to the Disney streaming service and um, the kids have been watching a Disney film on a daily basis, but not just the new ones, we've been introducing them to some classics. Go on, so I'm going to throw some classic films out there and see if you watch them as a child. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Classic. 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 Um, the bit, my favourite bit when they're in the grass and there's an ant, which is like 100 times bigger than them. Yeah. But yeah, I thought my girls would be scared of that, but they weren't. They were just very blasé. They thought, oh, well, it's a big ant. They're small people. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the only one we've done so far, but there are a lot of classics on there. <laughs> Come back to you. You know what? This is, I mean, that was great, Mark. Thank you. No, okay, I'm going to hold I, on. I got my kids into a few classics recently Go over on. the last few months. Yeah. Got them watching the original Robin Hood. Oh, uh, yeah. How, how are they Hello. finding that? Yeah, yeah. Robin Hood and Little John were running through the forest. Yeah, that was a classic. They've watched The Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah, classic. I mean, different. I've got four boys, so we're probably watching different different ones to you. Yeah. Um, what else have we had them watching? Mary Poppins. I don't know if that's Disney. Oh yeah, no, Mary Poppins is on there. They're big fans of Disney. Yeah, so, so we've had some. Uh, we've had some good ones in uh, in the Gessler House. Also on Disney Plus, uh, because as you may know, Disney owns Marvel now. So I've been watching some of the Marvel films. Have you? Are you a fan of Marvel? You know what? I am. I never used to be into that sort of sci-fi action, um, not action, sci-fi yeah. um, superhero stuff. But I really like them. They're yeah. really good films. So, because it's kind of like, it's a bit of a comic book geekiness, but it's respectable because it's... Multi-billion films. pounds. Yeah. Um, so do you have, there's a big debate about the order in which you should watch the Marvel films because they do technically all link up together. And yep. there's some disagreement about whether you watch it from Iron Man which was the first to be released in the series 
Yeah, do you watch it in release date or or chronological? Uh, exactly, because if you're going to go in chronological order, you do you know what film you'd have to start with? I don't. Uh, I'm going to go for that Wolverine guy. No. No. Okay, there you go. Well, you I, thought you were, I thought you were a Marvel fan. You'd ha- you have to start with Captain America. No, I don't know the difference between the Marvel ones and the what's the other one? DC ones. Oh my goodness! Why are we even having this chat? Why are we even friends? Um. This, I'm going to ask myself that every time. <laughs> well, Sorry, DC, carry on. DC is like Batman and Superman. Marvel yeah. is Iron Man, like X-Men. So what's it? Okay, yeah. I get confused with it all, X-Men and Iron Man. But they're good films. I think I'm up to date. So you've watched them I all? Had, uh, I think so. Yeah. Whenever they pop up on my Sky Cinema, I watch them or record them. Yeah. <laughs> you know there was a film... Um, uh, Deadpool. Oh yeah, I like Deadpool. Yeah. So uh, I remember when I remember when it came out a couple of years ago. Going to my office said I'm going to a film tonight. I think she's going with her boyfriend or something. I said, Hey, what are you seeing? Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. I thought that sounds <laughs> exciting. What's that? But the action hero goes and changes his name. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What yeah. did she? Did what did she think about it? When um, it probably wasn't what she was, was expecting. Wasn't what she was expecting. No, she turned up at the registry office. It was all confusing. <laughs> I think you should enjoy it. But ones like that, Deadpool, Ant-Man, they're quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know another interesting Disney plus Marvel fact? Um, Another interesting Marvel fact. Yeah. When you say another, I'd like an interesting Marvel fact. I thought my one about the order was interesting. Um, The Hulk film is part of the Marvel storyboard, but it's not available on Disney plus. Do you know why? Um, because Hulk stole it? No. Because it, because uh, Sony have the main rights to it. So there's some sort okay. of Someone's intellectual contract. Yeah, property disagreement. Heads will roll, Mark. Heads, Heads will roll. roll. So if we you want thoughts to... on all these streaming services. We pay for, we've got Sky. Yeah. We've got Amazon Prime. Yeah, we've got Netflix. Yeah, I mean it's like ridiculous. You, oh, I haven't got the Disney one, but it's like you could spend spend more money than before on all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know why anyone needs Sky now, personally, or Virgin when you when you have Netflix and you Prime. Don't really need it? No, I mean we've I've only mainly got it from the sports. But got, the kids like it; they watch stuff. If there's no sports so, now, no, I don't even watch sports. sports. I don't have any sports. I don't even get to watch it anyway when I do get it. Too busy with the kids. Yeah. You should cancel it. Should do. I just signed up, but I should do. To sp- okay. How are they making you pay for sport? What are they showing on Sky Sports now? I don't know. I don't get a chance to watch it. Oh. <laughs> I think they're showing classic. I saw something that ITV4 yeah. are showing the whole of Euro 96 again. I think show- one of the 31 matches in full. That's quite exciting. I'd like it, to watch it. It is when you think about it, but would you actually want to watch I think I'd watch England v Scotland again. Do you remember when you were where you were when you watched that? When Gaza scored? I was on my couch at home. Were you? When he did that thing when he chipped it over the players' heads. Yeah. That's like a uh, key moment of our youth. And when we beat Holland. Do you remember oh, where you were? Again. Probably at home. I think I was watching them at home with my with my dad. It's only Did 13. You? Yeah, I where was, were you in the pub? I, went, I was watching it with friends. I think I was on I went to my friend Luke's house to watch England v Scotland. And I remember when we, and we played 
football in the garden at half time. And then I think we were on a, a school trip to Wales or somewhere when it was England v Holland. And we got okay. to watch. I may have even had Shandy. I made that memory. Yeah, I may have just made it. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, sound like you could have made, up, made up a better story than that. <laughs> Um, and thanks for insulting my social life. <laughs> you were 13. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to sit and spend time with your dad. That's very important. Yeah, it was good. When you're 13. Good. And at any yeah. age. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you, would, what else are they showing? They're showing classic FA Cup games. There's a lot. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff on. I've recorded the Maradona documentary to watch oh, when yeah. you get a chance. That looks good. I'm, I've watched the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's about it. If I had talk- time in my life, I wouldn't be recording a podcast with you at 10 o'clock <laughs> at night. Well, it would have been earlier if you'd sorted your microphone out. Here we go, here we go, giving it the large Mr. I'm t- No, the sound's gone. The sound, I can't hear you. Now we see, and Josh, the sound has gone now, and Josh is pointing at me. I can't hear him. This podcast is taking forever to record. He's just twiddling with some knobs. I mean, the computer. What happened there? Scratching his beard. I don't know. You disappeared. I, I just said you were twiddling with some knobs. And Why have my earphones gone off? No. You're coming out, you're coming out the... Um... Oh, I think I must be coming out his computer now rather than his wireless. Yeah, you are. Earphones. You're coming out my phone, but not out my ears. Coming out his phone, but not his ears. These Bluetooth <laughs> headphones. But he's probably bought these cheap somewhere in Camden Market. <laughs> thinking he'd you have me? a bargain I can hear little bits of what you say and now you're gone, now I can just see your name on the screen I now have hey. to feel time, oh I can't see your face I can just hear you, oh and now you're back I don't know why you're not in my ears your fingers rubbing my screen there they are again <laughs> very well manicured as well, oh now I'm tilted very good, do you cut, do you cut, file your nails what do you have? tell me about your nail maintenance policy tell you in a minute he's just concentrating it's hard to see if he's frozen or if he's just keeping his face still no he's gone again and now the microphone oh he's back i don't uh, manicure my nails no they're in a very good condition you cut cut them them. yeah do you not cut your nails i don't know i think my anxiety sorts that out pick bite fiddle i used to pick them and then my wife bought me a lovely thing with the nail clippers in yeah fantastic Best present I've ever had. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we were talking about. I mean, this is in for a penny podcast. We have not <laughs> talked about finance once, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay. What yeah. about? Do you want to talk about finance? It is the end of a tax year. Oh, really? I'm just enjoying talking about rubbish. Okay. We'll put it out there, but no one will listen. But you know what? I'm having fun, Mark. I'm this glad is lockdown. You're having I'm fun. having fun. Yeah. Sorry, you're not. <laughs> I am having fun, but. Do you, are you, you, does it feel weird now to be in a kind of what is usually a busy period and we're just, we can't really do much? Are you finding it harder to work? To do your work? No, I'm I'm finding it harder in terms of communicating with the team. Everything's taking a little bit longer. Yeah. Because whereas normally I would just, I'm sitting next to people or across the office from people, we just talk as we go. Yeah. You've got to make a conscious effort to call to discuss things that takes a little bit longer yeah um do you use slack no we're using zoom for meetings yeah. with clients 
and Microsoft Teams yeah. to chat and call internally. Um, but in terms of busyness, we're still doing all the usual year-end stuff. Yeah. Last-minute ISA top-ups and pension top-ups. Luckily, most of our clients do it during the year when we have our planning meetings. Yeah. But there are a, there are a few who leave it till the last minute. What's the latest you've had a ever had a ISA request? I've had requests in the last week or two of April, or the last week of, sorry, the first week of April from new clients. Can you set me up an ISA? I won't do it. Not, won't not do if it. it's someone I've, not if it's a new client who I know nothing about. I'm not just going to go and set up an ISA from that's That's not the, the service we provide. We provide proper planning. So I'm not just going to set up an ISA for someone. But can you not have the services where it's a bed and ISA, so they just have it in cash initially, but they've at least used that allowance? then they can set up a cash ISA and come and see me properly when the, the year starts. That's interesting. Yeah, because then we can always uh, transfer it in from a cash ISA. But it's not, we're not a uh, transactional business where we say, right, can you do this, set this up for me, set that up for me. It's about the bigger picture financial planning. Hmm. So it doesn't... Because uh, I think when you talk yeah. about the tax deadline, I sometimes think of the transfer deadline window for the football season and everyone's in a rush to get their deals over the line and you see yeah, we, yeah, we sit in suits in our yellow ties in the office and I go oh, hang on a minute we're just going now to Mark in Boreham Wood yeah Mark in Boreham Wood he is talking about making an ISA contribution <laughs> yes he has he has paid £20,000 into his ISA Mark Shoffman um, I, I don't know I mean, you do get a bit of a sense of that excitement from some of the banks and DIY investment platforms who are emailing exactly. Anton Sinko on a daily basis saying transfer deadline window. X number of days to use your allowance. Everyone's going to lose it. it. Time is running out. Their deal's over the line. line. And we'll you see... We'll, we'll talk about yeah, we'll we'll suits in suits and our yellow ties in the we'll send, office. And I go, we'll send a, uh, we're just going now to Mark in Borenwood. Yeah, Mark in Borenwood. He is talking about making an ISA contribution. Yes, he has. He has paid... £20,000 into his eyes. It's not the same Mark Shoffner pitch. You either do proper sensible financial planning or you don't. So what's when would be the latest you'd actually set up an ISA? Have you, well, setting it, up is different. So if, for an existing client, if you if you said, right, I want, I, I still need to put money into my um, ISA, we'll do it if you're on the last day of the tax year, if, if, if needs be. If you've left it that late, it wouldn't be us leaving it that late. What if I called you at 10 to midnight on April the 4th, 5th? You'd go, you'd go straight to my voicemail. i turn my phone off when I go to bed. Do you leave it's, your phone on all night? No, well, it's on silent. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know why it's on. It's just so that when a child calls out and says, I need a wee or I want to get up, I can look at my phone and say, it's five in the morning, go back to bed or go and do your wee. Don't disturb me. You're 16 I've got a years old. Clock that does that. Your bedside clock shouts out to your children. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drinking beer? Mint tea. Mint tea. Very nice. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Watched a good film the other night. What's that? Um, Rocket Man. Elton oh, you always saw that. It? It's sad. He's had a. Um, Sad life, Elton, hasn't he? Yeah, really tough. It wasn't no no love, no. but um, it was a really enjoyable watch. Yeah, supposed to be going to his concert in November. Do you, do you think you'll make it? 
That's where the hill make it. <laughs> where is it? Somewhere in London. Very nice. Who are you taking? I'm going with Mrs. G and yeah. I think it's two other couples and there's six of us going. We booked Absolutely. it about two years ago. We're yeah. out for dinner and for some reason we decided to book Elton John tickets. You just no got, one knows you, any of his songs. Just got drunk and a bit crazy. A little bit like that. You thought yeah, it's, it. it's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. Oh, very good. We very saw. Good. Have you seen Yesterday? Um, when's it on? Tomorrow? No, it's not. Is Nothing. that as in the song a, yesterday? It was, yeah, as in the Beatles song, but it's a song about a man who has a who was in an accident and he wakes up in a world where they've never heard of the Beatles and he releases all the Beatles songs. No, I haven't seen that. It's very nice. It's a nice, it's a f- nice feel-good film. Yeah, okay. I'll yeah. look out for it. So back, just back to the taxi briefly. I reckon we should... Oh, you're di- boring talking about we money. We should like, dip into money occasionally for a personal finance podcast. How is it more important at the start of a new taxi to get people on board so that they can be investing throughout the season, throughout the period? Yeah, I prefer it um, when... So you've got your £20,000 ISA allowance. We'll talk about ISA because that's uh, what we mentioned before. Yeah. I, I would rather, rather, that, I would rather, rather, rather... I would prefer if someone put set up a monthly contribution of £1,666.67 pence into their ISA than just at some point during the year said, right, I want to put £20,000 in. I think getting in that habit of regular disciplined savings is a great place to be rather than ad hoc lump sums. But is it more has, it does it create more admin for you if someone at the last minute says, I want to put 20 grand in? Then what? Compared to what? Compared to if they had to have a, if they already had a direct debit set up. Or if they were doing it even just more regularly in small sums? Um, well, the more contributions, ad hoc contributions people make, the more admin there is because we are advisors, planners. We can't just, you can't just, it's not like a DIY website. We have to write a suitability report why it's the right thing to do every time a client puts ad hoc amounts in. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. But if it was yeah. a direct debit, you wouldn't have to do that. If it was a standard. That's not the reason I'm saying I prefer it, though. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I just think it's good to be in the, that, that habit of automatic savings. It is good because you sort of forget about it. It just becomes a norm, doesn't it? It becomes a norm. And then you don't suddenly start thinking tax year end becomes irrelevant. Yeah. It's just an ongoing wealth accumulation. Speaking of wealth accumulation, really reading a really good book at the moment. Okay. Nick Murray, Simple Wealth, Inevitable Wealth. Simple Wealth, Inevitable Wealth. Yeah, get your hands on that. I'm only, I'm only sort of uh, in the first or second chapter, but really good, really um, explains it in very simple terms so far about how equities are the best way to grow your wealth over the long term. Interesting. Yeah, get it. Or if you want to wait for me to finish it, you can borrow mine. Maybe, but you'd have to decontaminate it, wash it in Dettol, give it to me in gloves, 
And then have you heard this thing where people are saying you have to, when you receive an item, you're supposed to leave it for 72 hours now? When you receive an item? So like if you've had a food delivery, people are saying you shouldn't touch it for 72 hours or something because it could be contaminated. So you've got to give time for the bacteria, the virus. No, to, I haven't heard to that. Down. You know what? I don't, I'm not even watching the news. No, I've stopped watching. Well, I work in the news, but yeah. Never watch it anyway. It's not. It doesn't feel very good for your mental health. All this um, everyday world service. Yes. Although it is um, important to have the news out there so that people know what's going on. But yeah, it's. I think it was twenty-four hours. Read the paper in the morning. Get yeah. the Times delivered. Very good. Yeah. Did you, you see? I was on the front delivered? of the Times. Like, oh, you did because you gave me a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. It's a shame. Uh, you didn't write it. No, I know. I didn't think I was going to... I didn't really... Why didn't you tell that. listeners about that? Because that's... Uh, um, so, yeah, so... Because the um, government effectively put the property market on lockdown last week. Put the city on lockdown. Because they said uh, most businesses had to close and people couldn't really go and do non-essential travel. So that means if you were moving house, you couldn't really use remo- removal companies uh valuers surveyors can go and look at properties so i was due to exchange on a property on tuesday which was the day after boris johnson decided that everything was going to lock down and our buyer's buyer decided that they no longer wanted to proceed with the purchase because they were going to hospital for surgery i'm a bit unsure why they didn't already know they were going for surgery but also they were worried that they were going to catch coronavirus so now essentially our per- our sale was the sale of my dad's flat actually but it that can't proceed that will only proceed if they don't catch coronavirus which hopefully they won't but we just got to wait for the end of the pandemic which is a bit stressful but there's other people in it's a bit annoying isn't it yeah because i've had a few calls from clients this in the last week or so about whether they should proceed with purchases yeah so i've got one client who completed last friday right. so what day is it today we're recording is it a wednesday it's a Wednesday night. Every day seems the same. Yeah. Um, I've got a client who's completing tomorrow. Wow. I've got another one who is about to exchange. They're not sure what to, their solicitor has advised them against it. Um, I've said, if you really want the property, then exchange and try and put a long completion date in. Yeah. So you can try and complete when everything is over. At that least seems... you can secure the property. Yeah, that's and, sensible. Uh, had a meeting with clients earlier today. And they have had an offer accepted to buy somewhere, but they're not sure what to do in case prices crash. Yeah. And I said to them, well, look, if you are buying this property, it's your family home for the next 20, 30 years, which is what they are doing. Well, it shouldn't really make much of a difference if prices crash. If you exchange, so you've agreed and then all the prices agreed, well, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things in the next 20, 30 years, if, the price goes down by 20%. It doesn't really matter because it'll make it up over that time. And I had another client who, um, no, it was the same clients. And I said to them, if prices do crash before exchange, well, if prices go down 10%, well, then you'll get a bigger discount off the one you're buying than the one you're selling. Yeah. So just go for it. But it's just, I guess, for the ones completing, I don't know how they would actually move in or get move out of their place because a lot of removal companies are worried 
yeah, it's hard for people. Are. Yeah, yeah, very difficult, very difficult, interesting. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I sort of because there was talk about the markets being closed, so that and um, companies are being told to stop paying dividends, and ba- I think banks yeah. are being told to do it as well. And there's delays on annual reports. But you'd think, I don't know if there should be something on house prices where the government says we're going to freeze prices for this period. I don't know I how you would do it. Prices. I don't know. Yeah, it's impossible because prices are negotiated individually between the buyer and seller. There's no input from the government, never any control. Well, mate, so I don't know. Anything about it. We just have to, or I guess agents and have conveyances have to try and make people not negotiate. Because if I was a, I don't know, a mean buyer, I might yeah. say now I'm going to drop the price. I'm going to drop my offer if we haven't exchanged yet. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Well, um, in Scotland, I think when you make an offer, it's legally binding. Yeah, yeah, that'd be useful. Yeah, so it's a bit a bit different there. Hmm. Hmm. When do you think this will be over? Do you reckon you're going oh, to go on a I'm summer? I'm ready for bed. Podcast. <laughs> well, we'll finish the podcast. Do you reckon you'll get to go on a summer holiday this year? Well, we're supposed to go away on Sunday. Where are you going on Sunday? Which is, uh, Israel. I was just going to Israel for two yeah. weeks. I was for, going to uh, LA. Petr, yeah. I guess that's what what's happening. I was supposed to go to LA this LA? weekend. Three days yeah. time. I'm really excited about it. We've got um, Disney t-shirts. I've got some dollars. I've got my Esther sorted out. Yeah. Your Esther? My um, visa waiver thing that you need to go to America. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. <sighs> So what are you getting your money back yeah, on your so We've got a holiday booked for Should we keep talking over each other? Yep. We've got a holiday booked for August, end of August, so hopefully yep. we'll be able to go on that one. Yeah, we're supposed to go away at the start of August. Hopefully that will happen. What about tell me about your um flights this weekend? Have you got the the money back? What's happened there? So a few weeks ago, or a week two weeks ago, it's British Airways, they said we can issue you a voucher. Yeah. So I said okay, but I but I think they've now cancelled the flight. I'd rather have a refund. Yeah. So I've got to see if I can actually get get a refund. So the banks are being a bit prickly. It's finding time not to call the banks. them up. Yeah. The airways, the airways, the airlines are being a bit sneaky because you're supposed to be entitled to a refund if they cancel. But a lot of them, what they're doing is online. They're only giving you you the option to get vouchers, and you have to ring up to. Mm. assert your rights to a refund and obviously there's lots of lots of people That's doing what i need to this. do yeah yeah it's long queues um well i i think uh i get it because if you think about it, these airlines are basically revenues going down to zero so at least if there's a uh, they give you a voucher they get to keep cash yeah from a business point of view and, and they'll give you you'll go away next year or whenever it may be if they give give all the money back they're going to really be in trouble yeah so I don't begrudge them that, but I will call up and ask for my refund. Well, yeah, you've got... I'm not a charity. No, there's six of you flying. Yeah. That's a lot of money. No. It is, yeah. Yeah. You'd be able to afford a haircut at Tony and Guy. <laughs> and that's how you end a podcast. I'll bring it back to the beginning. Please remember, anything discussed in this programme should not be viewed as financial advice. But if you do need support, please contact me at... Mark, M-A-R-C at CavendishContent.com or visit the Orchard Practice website at www.topfs.co.uk You can also find us on Twitter at InforAPennyPod1 at Mark Schoffman and at Josh Gersler 
If you'd like to leave us feedback, there's a link in the show notes telling you how to do that. We really appreciate any comments you provide. And do post any financial issues you'd like us to cover. Thank you for being in for a penny. <laughs>